heard uh, during the State of the Union the other night. <laughs> I, we heard a lot I, of I sound. No, <laughs> I would not know. I was. I didn't listen either because I had a pretty good idea of what our our leader was going to uh, tell us. I had an ingrown toenail. <laughs> Well, you I, I have the same than I would I, have listening to. I, as I was telling my wife, it wasn't as bad as I predicted that it would be, but yeah, it still had its moments. <laughs> well, we do know. I want to know what drugs they pumped him up with because he performed better than he's done in a long time, in my opinion. How old? <laughs> I know I, that puts you to sleep. <laughs> they must have given him something that would. Think, wake him up a little bit. You think bit. they gave him uh, Adderall or Ritalin or Clonidine? Probably something like that. A cocktail, yeah. maybe. Little. And had that uh, uh, reader up there just working real well for him. Yeah, yeah. you know, if, if they could, could figure out a way to have that reader speaking and his mic not working and hoping that his lips would move in sync with what was coming out of that, that'd really, that'd, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that, or maybe, that would be one thing. Maybe uh, sit him on somebody's lap. Do the old ventriloquist <laughs> thing. <laughs> What's the matter, Howard? You just don't have that high an opinion of our illustrious leader? Well, I... Actually, actually, I feel sorry for him. I think well, that's on, one thing I haven't felt. <laughs> I, th- I think his own party's using him. Well, that's true. I think that's true of both parties and most of the people that are are in the quote leadership roles. Yeah. Now, whether that's good or bad, that's what we've morphed into. Mm-hmm. So, well, what were we... Oh, you and we asked... There's, there's a... We balloon. asked last week. <laughs> we asked last week about topics, and since nobody came up with one... I, I was trying to lead y'all somewhere. <laughs> oh, where were you trying? Hey, you got two old men. You, you don't lead us. You just tell Shove us. us. <laughs> Figured I absolutely derailed whatever you wanted to do, but it sounds like you're coming back around the bend, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're wanted wanted to talk today about balloons and how this will be fun. How much? Fun oh, please, they can are. we? They're so much fun at the fair, you know. If you do real well and and you manage to win one of those uh, games, you can oftentimes can yeah. get a free and, balloon. And, and if you get out in some of these counties, you can ride in those things. Yeah, if you know the right people, they can even fill your balloon with hot air. Yeah, well, some people are born with it. <laughs> the politicians have got a, almost got a, a corner on that market. Yeah, I, I used to love to get balloons and you know take them home and inhale them. It's caught like this for a long time. No, oh, those are helium balloons. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, okay. When you think about balloon, you think about the hot air balloons that are used in you know all these circuses <laughs> fairs. They have hot air balloon regattas. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. one up in Louisville. There's dozens of these huge hot air balloons that go up in the air using heat and then float, you know, with the wind where they're going. And then they, you know, let the heat out, let the air out. <laughs> there it goes. Come down. <laughs> Oops, there it goes. Yeah. Well, they, they, let's just assume that some country. Okay. Wanted a cost-efficient method 
to look at the other countries in the world in a fairly unrecognizable form. And you get up there high enough and look at it at night, it may look like a balloon, but it may look like the moon. Well, that one sure did, the one that that we are eventually going to get around to talking about. (laughs) But Uh, there has to be an origin. Well, but here's the thing. Balloons, because they're low-tech and they have such an innocuous uh, uh, description. uh, They don't look dangerous at all, do they? All of us have an innocuous belief in balloons. They're, They're no big deal. And especially weather balloons, those you know they're useful. They're useful, and of course they nobody could use those for anything else. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, that's just not. I don't think that's the case here. I don't think so either. And I, I, I wonder if we are pursuing a a an approach to recovering particles from that that they might could piece together if there is anything in it. Well, here's the problem, Howard. That is the debris from that is spread over about six miles. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's six square miles, folks. Now, but here's the question I have. You know, the the military used such an advanced weapon. They used an F-22 and a missile to shoot it down. You know, when I was a kid, if it got if your balloon got too close to a pin, it mm. would pop and go right down. So why is it you had to shoot a missile at it so that it would scatter debris over six square miles and be underwater, what, five or six miles offshore mm. and about mm. 60 feet deep in the water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you could have gotten cowboy with a bow and arrow, and you shot that thing down. It fell right where you wanted it. Well, or I mean, if you really want to move a little further up scale, up time period yeah. from that, you could use a machine gun. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really wanted it to come down in a hurry, yeah, let the air out of it; it'll go down. Right. Now, that was a big balloon, so one arrow or one bullet probably wouldn't have brought it down very easily. You mean it wasn't like the size of the basketball the way we saw it? No. This, what I heard was that it around, was around 200 feet tall. Uh-huh. About the size of some of the politicians' heads that we, <laughs> we deal with, have to deal with. But what I mean, you you know what were well, that's what's that is that two football fields? No, no, two hundred feet. That's about what circumference? The, no, in diameter. No, in height. Yeah, that, that's the size of a no three hundred feet would be the size of a football field. Yeah. Two hundred feet would be roughly a little larger than a football field is wide. Yeah, that's a fair sized balloon, and you know most of the weather balloons that they. Uh, advertised for sale in the back of these science magazines mm-hmm. are eight foot weather balloons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have you know. I'm sure it's government, so it must be bigger. Yeah, but yeah. 
I think it might have had more than you know wind conditions and rain and and those kind of weather things that it was uh, recording. How how did they stabilize it? Well, it's probably not as uh, simple as the old our ideas of what a hot air balloon's like. Mm-hmm. So it's probably fairly sophisticated to be so simple. Yeah. Now, if it's that sophisticated to travel, what are some other things it could do? <laughs> well, you know, that's just what I was have been thinking about <laughs> since we started talking about. Yeah, and it, it's it's that wasn't that wasn't up there just to measure distance from one place to the other no or to see whether it was raining although those are important things to know Mm -hmm. about and the wind conditions uh, especially over people that you're not thinking are your friends yeah yeah so i'm not sure where it was was sent from the chinese don't ever tell us things like that no no now would would they have had access to maybe Sarah Palin's backyard? Well, now, the, what I have heard, and there again, I can't tell you the source for where I heard it. Yeah. It may have been on my phone. It may have been on the <laughs> Internet, which you, we all know if it's on the Internet, it must be true. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but apparently it went over the Aleutian Islands. Mm-hmm. Now, those are off the coast of Alaska right now I I have a feeling that the dew line isn't that what it's still called the dew line wasn't that the name that, of that that's radar the that's the last name I've heard it called yeah the radar uh, net that we have over the supposedly around the, the Arctic yeah and um, okay uh, nobody said anything about it until it mm. was over where was that Montana mm-hmm And then they were talking about shooting it down. Well, what the question I have is if they were serious, I mean, if if they knew it was there and they knew it was not supposed to be there, why was it allowed to even get over the U.S. territory? Well, a story they had was they wanted to make sure that no one was hurt and not knowing what was in it, they didn't want it scattered. But we were assured that from the time they saw it, they had radio waves and other things that would not only keep it from seeing what we've got, but transmitting whatever they had already obtained. Now, I don't oh. know how true that is. Well, but see, I had heard that what the American um, establishment had done was, since they knew basically the track the balloon was going to take, they were moving those critical items out of the way so that it would not see them. But it struck me as a little bit funny that we would do that knowing that the Chinese have satellites in orbit that do the same thing that ours do. They spy. So Mm -hmm. even if they didn't know what was where when they started, they do now. They know exactly what we had and where it was, and where it was taken, and when it was brought back. So 
did they put this balloon up to measure our response, and they recorded our response with a satellite another couple of miles above the balloon. Well, look, they already have these geosynchronous satellites. Yeah. So have they wouldn't have to put another one up there. The ones we have can just about read your car tag. I was I was told by a a person whose father was one time a general in the Air Force that they had cameras on planes that could read the serial number on a dollar bill laying flat on the pavement. Well, and I see the I have a feeling that it wouldn't be that difficult to outfit a balloon with that you know oh. that uh, ability. So I I really I have questions because the Aleutians you know, Alaska is not the most highly populated state in the no. Union. No. I, I just don't buy their their explanation that that was a, uh, you know, we didn't want anybody, any civilians to get hurt. The only thing you really would have hurt maybe was some uh, grizzly bears or yeah. the huge brown bears. And I think we have enough of those up there right now. Yeah, they, they they'll repopulate. So I really don't I don't buy that answer. No, it it, it uh, sounds like a dodge answer. Let's dodge a real question. And and here's something. another thing: you get Montana and even down into what did, what other states did it cross? Wyoming, Wyoming, corner of uh, Colorado, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere right up in there. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna a little further and say I don't think those states were overpopulated either so I you know it it does not make any sense not to not to destroy when it was over our prop you know over the US now if that thing was what 300 feet 200 feet 200 feet okay it thinks 200 feet tall and probably 120 feet wide something like that did where where did they they blow it up. It seems like it was several miles, five or six miles off of the no, South no, Carolina. When, when did they blow the balloon up? Oh, now see that's something that nobody's mentioned. I want to know where they want to. I want to know where they blew it up. I want to know when they blew it up, and I want to know how they got it from where they built it to where they it let it go. Yeah. I mean, where is our intelligence? Why did it even get <laughs> to the Aleutians? Why did it even get to Montana before someone would say, oh, there's a balloon in the air? Well, think about it this way. I don't know what that balloon material was co- you know, was that mm-hmm. covered it, but I would think that our uh, satellites should have picked it up the instant it was you let go. Thought. If they're not picking up that, why do we need them? I mean, it, it's not like, you know, a softball floating around or a basketball. Nope. That's, and that's it's not big. like those, well, there are, are huge uh, patches of plastic floating in the Pacific and I think the Atlantic as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you never see photos or pictures of those because I guess we're not supposed to see those yeah but it's the same thing with this why is it that you can 
get on Google and find a photo taken, I think, from satellite of your house. Oh, yeah. And yet they couldn't see a 200-foot, well, let's say 100 feet, maybe 80 feet even wide mm-hmm. balloon. But they can they can see, uh, you can tell which car you had when the satellite yeah. went yeah, over. Yeah, you can get on Google Maps and I, I can tell. I don't, if I knew when they took that picture, but they, they don't give us the dates and they don't, don't show them live, but I can see, you know, whoa, that might be old because we had a red front door and now we got a white one or whatever. You can see details. Well, why is it then that it got all the way to Montana before anybody, quote, noticed that it was in our airspace? Yeah, yeah. What about Canada? Uh, did it just go over the Aleutian Islands and then go back out to sea and then come over Idaho, Washington State and Idaho and Montana? Well, there, there, there's two scary things. Well, back, back to those Google uh, Maps images. Uh, they do have copyright dates, so that'll give you an idea oh, of the year, they? at least. Yeah. Oh, it's in the okay. small print. you got to get your magnifying glass out to read it. Uh-huh. I knew I had a jeweler's loop for a reason, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my third eye. Well, okay, so we know we know that, I mean, from any perspective you want to look at it, that the U.S. knew about the balloon mm-hmm. from the time it was launched Till the time it was destroyed. Yeah, that, that's that's the two things that I, I mentioned that, that bothered me. Number one, they didn't know. That bothers me. Well, I think no, I'm, they say they didn't. They know. say they didn't know, which bothers me. But the right. other thing that bothers me more than that is that they knew, and they're not giving us good information. <laughs> they're lying to us. Well. It's come now. That never happens. They're <laughs> they are withholding unimportant facts. We don't have to know. Yeah, we don't they're, need they're, to know yeah, that. That's on a need to know basis. Yeah, no. So why didn't they destroy it? Why did yeah. they wait for it to make its entire trek over the United States and destroy it, you know, a few miles offshore? Maybe they were trying to figure out the best way to destroy it. I have theories. You want to hear them? Yeah, go. If they had shot it down over Montana or shot it down over any of these rural areas, how many people's property over seven miles would it have landed on? How much difficult would the recovery have been than, oh, gee, it's in the (coughs) ocean? There you go. It would have been much easier to, to get it on land. Well, I don't think so. It would have been tampered with. People would have found it. People would have taken souvenirs over the ocean. You going to swim out there and get it? Well, and are you going to find everything that was in it? I think it's pretty easy with sonar and stuff. And they said it was only in, what, like 15 miles of water or something? It, wasn't, it, it was wasn't that low. It was supposed to be in 50 or 60 feet of water. Okay, that's okay. Well, But the size of that debris field, again, they blew it up at... 20, no, 50,000 feet or more. Wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't it more than that? 60,000? Yeah. They're just numbers. Five miles. But the question miles. I 70 have, feet, 70, 17 miles. What's yeah. the difference? So. Well, a big difference <laughs> because the debris field, instead of being six square miles, if it had been destroyed with something that was not as, as explosive as yeah. a missile, would have been maybe 50 yards square. 
Now, it, it, it does concern me that, you know, it did make its trek all the way across the country. You know, I don't think that was, was warranted, but in terms of shooting it down and being able to recover it, that, that's why I think they did it over water. That's well, just, if, that's if just they, me. If they could have compromised it and let it slowly leak out, they that's, could have had a helicopter drop a net over it and. Well, or, or like I was saying, if you, if you just blew a few holes in it, yeah, it's going to go down. Just it open, will go down. Just open the the roof on your F-15 and just let it fall right in. Right? Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> it was an F-22. Why would you use an F-22 on a balloon that has no power of its own? That's big, isn't it? It's, it's one of our top-of-the-line fighters. Hey, y'all, if you got any uh, suggestions or comments, 256-737-9505. These, these guys love phone calls. Oh, well, we do. I don't know. We haven't had one this year, have we? <laughs> <laughs> Not this year. We had several last year, yeah. and they, they were interesting. Yeah, give us a call. We'd love to hear your theory. Well, now, what's that number, Howard? I can't ever remember. 256-737-9505. You, you always remember it, and I remember it just enough to, to catch and say, yeah, that was right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I can make this easy on you, and I'll educate the audience, too. Hey, Richard, what frequency are you on, buddy? Oh, 95.5. So what's three of the last four digits of the phone number? <laughs> Th- think about the oh. period being an O. Okay. There you go. And come on, how many exchanges does Coleman have? I mean, yeah, we have a lot now, but we used to only have like 734, 739. And then 737. So and, there you go. Yeah, there's, and yep. 736. Seven, 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 and four, and, yeah, we, and we, you we, got area code 938. Well. Hey, folks, do it the simple way. 256 <laughs> All those little tricks. I get amazed that you know, well, now, if you remember this and this and this and this and this, why don't you just remember the number? I wonder if, if this works. Let's see. Hey, Google, call <coughs> Coleman's Live 95.5. It probably doesn't know what 95.5 is. Sorry. Who do you want to call? <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't go that time, Jay. You may have to do it again. Speaking <laughs> Call Coleman's speaking. Live 95. Okay, first of all, we are not Coleman. Oh. Which do you want? Do you want to call the Allsteak Restaurant or the Coleman Tribune? <laughs> no, no. Try again. Okay, never mind. All right. So Anybody knows how to hack Google? Oh, wait, that would be me. Never mind. <laughs> so, why, why, okay, there's a bunch of questions about this whole thing. The first one is, why, did, why didn't we destroy it when it first Got over our property. <clears throat> our, our property. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did we wait? And and Jay had a, a you know a good explanation for why we waited to put, get it over the water. But if that was it, why why did we use a missile to destroy it instead of uh, a machine gun or or a cannon? Because we have twenty millimeter cannons on most older airplanes. Yeah. I don't know about these okay. fancy. Now movies. now we're getting a lot deeper than I ever did. So. Well, but do you see what I'm getting at? That I, the I don't think we were supposed to see everything that was on that. I don't think we were supposed to see anything except, thank goodness, those guys in Montana were like, "Oh, look, y'all, that's not a that's not a UFO." I guarantee you that. Yeah, 
It's not the moon either because the moon's over there. Yeah. And this is over yeah. here. Yeah. And if it weren't for them, I don't know that we would know anything happened. No, probably not. Well, probably. and it, it, it makes you wonder how many UFOs we have poo pooed that may have been Chinese balloons. Well, now they say, now, <clears throat> and I don't know who they are. I, I think it was the Democrats have pointed out that at least three other Chinese weather balloons were sent over during. Trump's administration. Oh, that was fun. And then Trump's administration's like, mm, no, uh, not that we were told about. And then the de- Defense Department's like, yeah, we didn't tell you about Right. <laughs> what does that ever happen? All right, going to give you all two and a half minutes or so to think this over. 256-737-9505. i got to go scrape some elephants off the wall. Be right back. <laughs> I'm Angela. We're the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. We help people's dreams come true, whether it's a first-time buyer or someone looking for their forever home. And thanks to you, the Warhurst team is the number one realtor team in Coleman. Thank you for trusting us to sell your property or help you find your dream home. We're the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it home. You can find us on Facebook at the Warhurst Team Realtors or via email, thewarhurstteam at gmail.com. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. This is Big D, the new voice of Live 95.5 from the popular Facebook page, What's Happening in Coleman. I'm the owner of Cosmic Sound DJ Entertainment. Are you needing a DJ for your upcoming wedding or event? We've got you covered from one of our Cosmic Sound DJs. From myself to DJ Nate Dog, Nathaniel Turner, and DJ Dave Hayes, we can bring the party to you. I've just upgraded Cosmic Sound with all brand new sound and lighting equipment. In business for over 30 years, we travel statewide in Alabama, and we're based out of Coleman. When you need the best in DJ entertainment, I can be reached at 736-3888. This is DJ Big D. The party starts with Cosmic Sound. He sounds like he would have a pretty good idea, but he's probably working for the Chinese, if I had to guess. That guy. Um. (laughs) I don't know. He's they, an undercover. I'm, I'm, they have a lot of money, but I, I don't not, think I'm even gonna, they have that. I'm much. not going to pound your your uh, income there. <laughs> okay. Got you know, we you. have started kind of getting edging over toward the yeah. paranoid wingnut part. Count me. Who, me? <laughs> no, us. You haven't yet. <laughs> but you're welcome to join us. Well, because we have been, <clears throat> been coming up with ideas as to why they justified not destroying the balloon and poking holes in those, and that leaves you with this thinking the government's against us. I'm not, and Howard and I are not, well, are we? <laughs> We're not saying that, are we? Not yet. <laughs> okay. I may be leaning that way. Well, that gets to a question you, I think, were reaching for a little while ago, which has to do with why the Chinese launched it. Yeah, why? Not for the weather. Well, although although you you 
you got to give them credit for the fact you could almost make it that way because how do the weather winds blow? Well, they, if you watch the yep. the weather reports, it yep. shows not that not the way the balloon traveled. <laughs> actually, it was pretty close to that, wasn't? Yeah, yeah. Out, Those out, were the upper level winds. They the, were, the Canadian uh, winds. Right, what do right. they call those? But they they. Uh, <laughs> hey, a Chris lot of Carr, people, Chris lo- Carr, call us and tell us what we're trying to say here. A lot of people call them things we can't say on the air. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, how, how I'm I'm still trying to figure out how they could take something that big, move it from wherever it was made to that point there, and get it up in the air and get it moving, and our intelligence not know doodle about it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I understand. Now think about it though, Howard. When they were moving it, it wasn't two hundred feet. What, High um, and size eight of a or so. Stamp no, it was probably of a size, including the payload. Of course, we don't know and may right. never know what the payload mm-hmm. was. Might fit on a, a very on a large truck. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have to be like a flatbed, mm-hmm. or if that could be on the Chinese equivalent of a deuce and a half. Yeah, but they could probably put it on. You know. Something that would not be out of the ordinary. Or they could bring a ship up there. So it like it likely was launched from a ship. Although, if you look at a map, China goes up. I don't think they... Is, is Kamchatka part of China or is that Russian? Yeah, it's Russian. Wouldn't swear to it, but I believe that's but Russian. across that little bay there, whatever it's called, Gulf... It's where northern China is. That may have been where it was launched from. Yeah, but China's got a stranglehold on Russia, buying all of their uh, oil. Oil, so you know they. Except what the Indians are buying. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where did they make it? Where did they deploy it? And where were we? Come, come on now. You you really think they outsourced the... I'm sure it says made in China on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. No, it probably says made in the USA just to throw us off. <laughs> but, you know... Made okay. in Taiwan back when we spoke to them. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, this that's... We have, have addressed one of the sets of issues. But mm-hmm. why did the Chinese send that balloon? Maybe it was partly, you know... Part of what you record is the weather conditions. That's true, but how does the weather in the northern part of the United States and southern Canada, how does that airflow and weather affect China? Well, now see, now we're getting one possible explanation that I am drawing from the wingnut point of view is that they want to know the weather conditions different times of year so that they will know how what the weather conditions are going to be if and when they ever sent any sort of uh, military uh, operation in that area. If you know Chris Carr, tell him to call us and tell us all about the weather patterns. He's a meteorologist for those of you that don't know him. I did. The smartest one around. 
But that is a fairly common pattern in the winter. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the summer. The Chinese probably know more about our weather than we do. I'm sure. I'm sure. So, but what were they hoping to accomplish if if we say it wasn't just wasn't just to study the weather? Well, to me, regardless of what their actions are and what they say, it seems to be somewhat nefarious. So you think it was a spy mission? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I you know. think it was either a spy mission or they were setting the groundwork for a spy mission. Okay. Or for another mission. And we'll, I'll, I want to get it further out into the wingnut area it's, with that it's, one. It's kind of like, okay, let's float a balloon. That, that used to be the old thing in the weather. Okay, let's float a balloon and see what happens to it. Well, during World War Two, we had weather... In fact, that was how they decided on D-Day, yeah. whether to launch it or not. They had weather stations, what was that, west of the uh, British Isles. I'm not sure how far west. So they had a clue as to what the weather was going to be. So feeding my paranoia, mm-hmm. are they trying to determine a weather condition or weather pattern to perform some strategic act in the hmm. future. Now, there, there you're getting to the wingnut. I mean, hmm. dead center wingnut on that one. Feeding my paranoia. All right, it's 2 in the morning in California, 5 in the morning in New York, if I'm guessing that right. Might be, so. might be 6 in the morning. Maybe they launch... 15 or so strategically placed balloons, and they just kind of fly over this way, and next thing you know, you have 15 EMPs go off at the same time and disable the entire country. Well, now that is one of the things they could do. Another one would be to release uh, biochemical uh, agents, Mm -hmm. because at that speed, they could uh, send an aerosol that would be spread widely yeah and they wouldn't release any toxins into the ground nothing and they could so at what point do y'all think they actually determined what the payload was or did they at what point did they deem it was safe enough to fly over the country i don't think anybody knew i don't think they had the foggiest idea our intelligence department let us down here our intelligence isn't Right, right. <laughs> they, they didn't, nothing. I can't see anything they did. They don't know where it started. They don't know how it got there. But one did, thing they said on television was that <coughs> they, it's to keep them from spying on, on all of the important places, they moved a lot of critical items where they wouldn't be in the path of the balloon. But here's the problem with that idea. There are satellites. Yeah, Google Chinese, got them moving it out. Chinese Google got them moving got it, it back. The Chinese have satellites as well. Yeah. And everything they moved to keep the balloon from seeing was identified and identified as the location, where it was moved to, and where and when it was moved back. 
So well, the minute you saw we it. We gave them better information. Oh, Lord, yes. Now they know how much we got, don't they? Did they conduct experiments ahead of time to determine what size the balloon had to be in order to not show up on radar? Now, there's another good question. Probably. I can tell you have a, a real... Uh, uh, Analytical elect- mind, yeah, I did. Electronics <laughs> background. That's what that is. Mm. Yeah, and and we haven't heard anything at all from uh, the intel. Nothing. Well, we, we probably won't. Why? Because we're, we're not on a need-to-know basis. We're just the, the uh, citizens of the United States. Huh. Well, that really makes you feel, give you a warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? Something like that. <laughs> makes you feel warm, like something wet and warm was running down your back. And and the other scary thing may be that they didn't shoot it down because they knew what was in it. And they And they wanted it in the ocean instead of in the air. Well, it would have to be, have to be something that would be rapidly decomposed in the water. Otherwise, it would be spreading through, you know, ocean habitat. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not sure that that well, may be. Again, from an electronics point of view, and I heard this on the media more than one occasion, uh, salt water and electronics don't mix very well. So we couldn't use, I mean, we couldn't figure out the... Uh, but it doesn't really matter because, I mean, they're recovering black boxes from the ocean all the time and they're able to get data off those. So Those were sealed very, very well. That's true. In fact, I think they're solid, aren't they? I have no idea. I think I saw that. I've, on, got, I've got this turning light on down to science. You flip it <laughs> up, it goes on. You flip it down, it goes off. I, there is a, a science. That doesn't always work, Howard, especially if you live in the county. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Sandy. Hello. Hello. Hey, thank you for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. You can. You can I think Sandy needs a microphone. Yeah. Well, right. if you would bring her one, that would be <laughs> excellent. Hey, I don't have much to. Probably not much that you guys haven't already said. It's a bizarre mystery. All of it. I almost yeah. feel like if we're really trying to help our country, we're doing a pretty poor job of it. Yeah. I, I, it, it's. Uh, Sandy probably needs a cable too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm definitely not the most uh, political person at all, oh, but Sandy. I just um, <laughs> it's it makes me sad where we are. Yeah, and and it it seems like we're incompetent. We're, we're Sergeant Schultz. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going around. And if, if we aren't, why are we portraying ourselves to be? If we know what was in the balloon, let's say we know, but we don't think y'all can handle it. You can't handle the truth. Oh, my goodness. Well, it yeah. reminds me of that masterstroke that was uh, used in Afghanistan to give, what was that, $100 billion dollars worth of uh, uh, military equipment to the yeah new government yeah uh, here you go folks here you go. I just you know I just have trouble with all of this 
And it goes to a lot of other things, too, Howard. It does. It does. You think about the um, election-related things on both sides. Yeah, and I'm st- I'm still irritated about that. We talked about that last week. I'm still irritated about that, that uh, Biden would dump all the, the oil reserves to lower the gas prices. Uh, and then, just before uh, the election. Just before the election. And when the election's over, uh, we don't have any reserves to offset increases in price and they go up like almost a dollar a gallon but he was he was at a place where he could say look what i've done to for the economy for all of you hard-working middle-class people so disingenuous well it is it really is and well Miss Harris is probably not much better. Although I, I shouldn't say that. We don't really know what she's like, do we? Oh yes, we do. She hasn't done anything, Howard. We'll get not, to that not. another time. <laughs> she, she is life insurance against Joe Biden. So. Uh, that's you're right. it. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that keeps all the crazies from shooting. <laughs> well, that's the reason they haven't already done. You know, the Rule Twenty Five or. Whatever it is. 25th Amendment, yeah. yeah. Hey, Sandy, yeah. say something. Oh, uh, I kind of just figured that if they were sending something over that was camera-oriented filming, they were probably just scouting out which pieces of land they wanted to purchase next. Now, that's yeah. another idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. they had, they, Checking out the terrain. Because <laughs> they have bought, Isn't I don't know, how many, how many hundreds or thousands mm-hmm. of acres, and most of those properties they've been buying have been close to major yeah. military installations in the U.S. Now, it doesn't matter if the president can nationalize everything in the United States. It doesn't matter whether they bought it or not. He can make it to the United States. Don't don't even say that joking, Howard. <laughs> we're, we're probably not all that far from having that happen. And that's unfortunate. And I... Now I'm starting to get off on my tangent. <laughs> you know, I'm, I am a libertarian, and libertarians are not favored by big government. And we don't like big government in return. Well, my reading of libertarians, y'all don't like government at all. But we're not anarchists. No. We do think that there is a need for some governmental services. Like police. But do they have to be provided by the government? Well, yeah, we've seen what happens when you try well, to Well, when you have the, yeah, the, the company uh, police coming in to break up a, an organizing strike, I, I think that pretty well shows the problem with having that being privately uh, paid for. But what? Sandy brings up a point now that makes me even more paranoid. How could we get more paranoid? <laughs> I don't know how we could, as as the United States of America, I don't know how we could sell land to other countries. Like, other countries would not sell us land. No. Well, but what you have to remember, still in this country, it's the individuals that owned the property that sold it. Now, they may not, probably didn't sell it directly to the Chinese government. I'm sure they didn't. But there were probably several middlemen Mm -hmm. who were well paid to provide that service. Well, as the old saying in guns go, it doesn't matter who bought it first, it's who bought it last that matters. That's the way it is with the land. 
Doesn't matter True. who bought it first. And the Chinese bought it last, and it's theirs. Well, unless the government decides to do what you were just yeah. saying, Howard. Mm-hmm. And you can but do that we by could, fiat. We could just make some more money and buy it. Yeah, let's do that. And then our dollars will be worth 15 cents instead of 18. We could start a GoFundMe. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Oh, let's do it. That's a, a clever idea. <laughs> buy, our, buy our land back from China. Woo. Well, people raise a lot of money on those, so I don't know yeah. why. This is at least a, a good purpose. Yeah, we can okay. try that. That's oh, wow. Okay, so... But what you going to do when you buy it back from them? Turn around and sell it back to them at a higher price? Hey, we could do that and make a little money and sell it to Russia. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could sell it to Russia or Ukraine. Let them on it. Why don't we just sell it to the Ukraine and let them move over here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another question I have <laughs> off the topic again. But why is it that we encourage... Central and South Americans to move here, and when Ukrainians try to to come over here, they can't get in. Yeah, I, I just I have a great because we know where they're coming from. They are fleeing injustice and war. The the story I heard on it was that uh, they want to encourage them to stay and fight for their land because they are in an active battle for the, their country. Well, why don't we encourage the Central and South Americans to do the same, especially like in Venezuela? They, they've tried, you know, little renegade groups. There, there's been multiple attempts trying to get them to, and they, they just slaughter them. So unless we're willing to do what none of us want them to, want to do, like go over there and engage them. And actually send yeah. troops in, which yeah. we have been very prone to do for ever since, mm-hmm. when was that? When the Marines invaded uh, Tripoli? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> or Cuba in the 1890s, wasn't it? Somewhere I'm like that. Or Mexico that. in the 1830s. Yeah. That was a, another. But see, so we have a long history of doing that. It's just that recently, since probably World War II, it seems like we always have troops overseas yeah. in a police action of some type or other. I'm totally against it. The, and, and I see, God forbid, the people of the United States doing basically what those other countries did. They they rather switch than fight. Little bit by little bit yeah. by little bit. Well, and that's you know, that's what we're seeing here. We are slow. Well, not so slowly, but we are moving towards the uh, Chinese version of government. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that? I mean, just look at. Okay, we have the facial recognition stuff, the cameras and all the intersections here in Coleman even. I mean, it, it just... And, and I, I defy you to go into any governmental building in Coleman County and not be photographed. And not be on a video. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about that way with all of the stores you go into. Yeah. And... 
That's, even the street corners, like even a lot of the stoplights. Well, see, that's mm-hmm. part of, of moving towards the European model. But, but y'all really don't have to worry about it because, you know, when you go in the store and you're photographed and the guy's robbing the store next to you, <laughs> and your photograph winds up on Facebook, it looks like it was made in a camera from 1981. So. Yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> they can get a better shot from yeah. the moon than we can from... 10 feet, away. 10 feet away. And I, I can tell you from working in the technology industry in this county, people don't like to spend money on technology. <laughs> I imagine that. <laughs> well, you know, we're, exa- we're sort of known for being tight with our money or careful. You don't get yeah. to keep your money if you spend it. That's it. <laughs> and if you can't keep it, you don't have it in case you need it. I know one of the one of the most disturbing things in the past couple months that I learned about if we're going to be yeah. speaking about China okay. it has to do with TikTok. Yeah. Yes. And, it, and it, granted it was on the internet that I saw this and it was on a reel and basically the gentleman speaking said that TikTok comes from China mm-hmm. and the TikTok in China is different it's called something different and all of their children, they have privy to that, whatever that is called in China, but it is all educational. And the TikTok that's here, that's pretty much privy to education. our children. It's not only is it not educational, but it's like, Garbage it's like rot. idiocracy. The movie is, rot for the is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and yeah, that fits with a lot of other things that we've talked about in the past, like the idea that kids are, we raise kids to not know what work is. But Mm -hmm. now you guys have a little bit of background in how the brain works and how the mind works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Sandy, you probably don't, but hear me out anyway. You know, there are certain places on the Internet, even even the Facebook, I'll just call that one out, that, you know, once you go there and you see what's there, you just can't look away. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. addicting it to a certain that point. It dopamine center of your brain. It's all designed to do and that. And that's not much different than what TikTok is, I'm guessing. I mean, well, yes, t- it's TikTok, idiocracy. TikTok can be fed into Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and there and it can is. be educational things on TikTok. Yes. I mean, yes. there are, but if you're a you know yeah, nine, ten, many, eleven, twelve, how thirteen many year olds old, look for the educational exactly. Stuff. <laughs> I just learned the other night. You know, according to TikTok, your wife's always right. <laughs> I learned you can make tofu out of lentils. Boom! There's that. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that you can post an entire second of not even knowing what it is and try to get everybody to to play the entire video. And I don't know what. I mean, I've played a few of them, and I'm like, why? Why? I learned you can dance like a moron and go viral. (laughs) Oh, I've been viral. But it took me three weeks to get over the. I'm I'm also the same idiot that when YouTube first launched and their motto was broadcast yourself, I'm like, well, what kind of idiot's going to broadcast themselves? <laughs> well, what little I do I know? I, I have one question. <laughs> Who hasn't besides how, me? How do we get our race car driver out of jail in Mexico? Wow. Well, that changed the subject. Yeah. Well, they're not. Are they gay? Is Jack Bauer available? No. 
uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, he had a 380 oh, that he no, was getting on the that. plane with. Something went off, and he's now been sentenced eight and a half years in jail in Mexico. If you're not in a cartel, you have no reason to have a gun in right. Mexico. You just make their lives difficult. I hear they have great water there, though. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> <he'll> be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it can cause you to lose a, a bit of weight. <laughs> no, I don't even need medication there. It, it's no travel agents have sponsored this show this year. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh well. Okay, so oh, we were talking about what 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 is next with the balloons? Are we going to see more of them, or are we? You know. China said, or she or or one of their leaders said that they will respond to our provocation. What are they, I mean. This was a test. They've learned a lot, and yes, we'll see more. And the next one won't be as pretty as this one. I mean, yeah. What would they do if we sent a balloon over there? Oh, that, it wouldn't make it to shore. Yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting time. They would say, and our government would say, we will respond in kind. Yeah, okay, now we won't. Race car driver, NASCAR driver Kyle Bush clarifies his arrest in Mexico after discovery of firearms. He's a real car car driver. I think we need to send send Liam Neeson over there. He seems to take care of everything he gets his hands on. Yeah, but William Neeson is anti-gun. Oh, that's true. Well, not not in Hollywood. Well, I guess in oh, Hollywood, Hollywood he is, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and, and that drives me nuts. You know, we should not have guns. Give me guns. I'll make movies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make money. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. And and we're our show, I don't think, is quite long enough to go into gun ownership and the pros and cons of that. Well, I would just like to remind everybody that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of like spoons make me fat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good example, Howard. <laughs> Join us next week. We've got a really, really good show for you. Howard, do you prefer plastic spoons or metal spoons? Just, <laughs> it depends. Metal, I was just wondering. Metal spoons. It, it depends how big that spoon yeah, is. Yeah. I want what, big what's spoons. the calorie difference between that metal spoon and that plastic Not spoon? Not a bit. I can get my mouth full with either one. <laughs> but I, I sometimes bite through the plastic ones. It's yeah. the metal ones you got. But, but I do like soup spoons for everything. Those little teaspoons. <laughs> I, I like know. serving spoons. Oh, yeah, they'll work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so we're about to say goodbye, huh? Yeah. Wow. Goodbye, my love. Now well, it's time to go. Off the next show. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're talking talk- about inflammation. That's Ooh. a fun topic. Oh, inflammation. Do, are you going to talk about COVID and inflammation? Well, it's a funny thing that you should say that. A lot of people Can, don't know that reducing inflammation helps prevent from COVID. And it's also been reported that having COVID, especially as a, a longer-term problem, you have increased inflammation. Mm, makes sense. Can inflammation contribute to the uh, 
Chinese spy balloon? Just, just wondering. No, but it does contribute to uh, depression uh, and rages and anxiety and yeah, just about any, and, and any I, of those. It's even I've heard it's been associated with bipolar disorder too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's that's a tenuous I, connection uh, at this point. Well, all right, guys, have a good one. If you'd like, stick around for Sandy's show. I'm sure she'd love the company, and we can continue the dialogue. And well, I've got a person. Even if you don't, um, guarantee gonna you we're going to continue the dialogue at 530 when we do This Week Live. And Chris Greer is going to be joining us tonight, like too. That. So looking forward to that, having an actual organized show. Okay, y'all continue talking, and we're going to play the news. Goodbye. Okay. Coleman's Live 95 is Coleman's independent radio. It's time now to check our regional news. From the Alabama Radio Network, a service of Sound Mind TMS. If you suffer from depression and don't know where to turn, you can think Sound Mind TMS. With another ARN News update, I'm Jim Faraday. A record year for Alabama exports. Governor K. Ivey reporting more than $25 billion in goods sent.